0: DiscerningHearts.com presents Inside the Pages, insights from today's most compelling authors. I'm your host, Chris McGregor, and I am delighted to be joined once again by Sister Marianne Fatula, who holds a doctorate in systematic theology from the Catholic University of America and taught theology for more than 30 years at Ohio Dominican University in Columbus. She's the author of numerous books, including Heaven's Splendor, and the riches that await you there, and drawing close to the Holy Spirit, keys to a transformed life and joyful heart. With Sister Marianne Fatula, we go inside the pages of The Wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist, Insights of the Saints, published by Sophia Institute Press. Sister Marianne, thank you so much for joining me once again. It's my joy. I'm so, so happy to speak with you again, Chris. Thank you so much. I don't know if your joy could top mine, especially when I saw the wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist, Insights of the Saints. First, I was just thrilled that you had a new book. And then when I opened it, I just it took my breath away. Thank you so much for bringing just this beautiful work to all of us. actually, before we
1: start, I would really I ask the Holy Spirit to anoint our conversation to bless uh, all of us and and those listening and all of our loved ones that everything in us may be for the glory of the blessed Trinity. Amen. May the Trinity be glorified in every thought, every every action of ours, uh, and may this conversation
0: give special glory to the Trinity. Amen. Amen. Sister, what motivated you to bring the wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist to fruition?
1: you know, because well, I really didn't have a book in mind. i I had just finished a little book on the Holy Spirit for Sophia Institute Press, beautiful people there. And I just felt the Holy Spirit drawing my heart um, to try to pull together, gather together the sweetest, the deepest, the most tender writings, of the most beautiful saints on the Mass and the Eucharist. The Lord has always blessed me. I thank him so much. Ever since my first Holy Communion, he's actually given me the grace to go to daily Mass and receive him. So the love for the Mass and the Eucharist has been always in my heart, all thanks to the Lord. But this desire to, which is for my own benefit, I wanted to gather together the the most beautiful writings I could just for my own meditation. But as I did this, I was so touched that I thought, oh, you know, most sweet Holy Spirit, I thank you. You want others to see these beautiful writings because these writings of the saints are so anointed by the Holy Spirit. And you don't read them just once and put them down and say, Oh, I read that. I I found myself going back again and again and again because they are so anointed by the Holy Spirit. When, I mean, for example, when St. John Chrysostom says, You know, do do not envy the apostles and the disciples on this feast of St. Bartholomew. He, he says, you yourselves, you see him, you touch him, you eat him, and you you know that the mass is the Lord Jesus making present his last supper, his death and resurrection to us. You are really there. The, the way they say these beautiful, profound insights are so tender and so compelling and so sweet, so sweet to the soul that um, I personally have been So touched that I wanted to have others have this because they are continuing, these insights are continuing food for the soul to draw us closer and closer to the Lord in the Eucharist and to deepen our love for the Mass, which, I mean, is and should be the very heart of our life. I I love how St. John Henry Newman says, the flesh and blood of God is my life. I cannot live without him.
0: And I say, amen. Amen to that. That's the thing that I found, that taking the time and allowing the saints to speak, giving us their insights. And you, even in the introduction, you give us something that's so beautiful. If you don't mind me reading this, you say that the saints who share with us their beautiful insights in the following pages do so in a way that honors the mysteries upon which they meditate, a delicious meal. Deserves to be eaten slowly and truly savored, and the saints serve as such a feast. I think it's just, I, I don't know if we take that time, if we I really appreciate this meal, this gift.
1: Exactly, and you know, and Chris, we're so. It seems to me we're so used to reading things quickly, having things just spoon-fed to us. Okay, give me a couple pointers, and I'll move on. But these saints really invite us to the feast of the Lord, at the Mass and the Eucharist, and but they themselves, in their words, make the the truth of the Mass and the Eucharist shine forth with with such power, and and I, I myself have been just so touched by the tenderness of their insights. You know, when when again, Saint I love Saint John, I love all these saints, but especially John Chrysostom, who says. You know, just as uh, the Apostle John rested on the heart of the Lord at the Last Supper, when we receive the Lord, let us, you know, rest on his heart. And when you at Mass see the priest standing there, you see Jesus through faith. And do you think, how can you possibly think when you see him empurpled with the precious blood, the priest and the people empurpled with the precious blood, how can you think you are still on earth? are you not rather in heaven i mean these these wonderful beautiful profound insights of the saints but so tenderly so lovingly so compellingly said what they say is a feast for of the soul and how they say
0: it is a feast for the soul when you speak about just their their great love for the encounter that we have within the eucharist that that self gift that our lord gives us we love, we say we love Jesus. We, we want to be with him. We want to share with him so much of our lives that I guess I'm just going to speak of an experience that I had. My dear, dear mom passed away not too long ago. But if I had the opportunity to go and sit with her at her dining room table one more time, to be able just to sit with her and to be able to share the stories, to have the meals, to touch her hand, to look under her face. I would drive the 800 miles to get back to my hometown. I would do whatever I had to do just so I could encounter that love again. And yet that's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. And even more with every time we celebrate the mass, isn't it? Absolutely. true. And I
1: mean, all all these these beautiful saints, Saint Thomas Aquinas, Catherine of Siena, Elizabeth Seaton, Therese, John Deani, so they all say the same thing. We to realize we are as physically present with the Lord Jesus as the apostles were. We are there literally at his last supper. But also as Saint Therese especially and John Paul too also really drive this home. At Mass, we are also with our loved ones. I I love how Therese speaks of her First Holy Communion knowing that her mom was there, uh, even though she had died, and she said, and my, my mother, my mom was there and she blessed me. And the sacrifice of the mass is the great feast of love. All of heaven and all of earth are joined together in the presence of the Lord Jesus who offers himself to the Father for our sake. Uh, it, it it's so consoling to know that just what you described, how how we, you would love to sit at the dining room table with your mom, but you do. We do at every mass. I, I I say, oh, my whole family is here because when Jesus comes, He brings all of heaven with Him, and this this is a profound insight that those we love in heaven are truly with us at mass and especially as we receive the Lord in the Eucharist, and also those beside us, those physically. I love how St. Thomas Aquinas, um, drawing upon Augustine, calls the Eucharist the, the sacrament of love, that in the, as we are at Mass and we receive the Lord, we are joined to all of heaven and earth, of course, to the Lord Jesus physically himself, uh, but also to those who are sitting beside us. I'm so touched by the truth that our being able to be at mass together deepens our love and our relation, love for and our relationship with each other in the Lord Jesus and makes us so much more deeply united in self-sacrificing, self-giving love in his self-giving love. The mysteries of the Mass and the Eucharist are, are so profound, we just could never exhaust understanding or never understanding and speaking about them. It, it's uh, we are we are so blessed. As Elizabeth Seaton, before she became a Catholic, said, from her own experience, she said, Others have services founded on words, but Catholics have Jesus
0: himself. Amen. We'll return to Inside the Pages in just a moment. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app where you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Monsignor John S. Deacon James Keating, Father Donald Haggerty, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more. They're all available on the free Discerning Hearts app. Over 3,000 spiritual formation programs and prayers, all available to you with no hidden fees or subscriptions. Did you also know that you can listen to Discerning Hearts programming wherever you download your favorite podcasts? like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, even on Audible, as well as numerous other worldwide podcast streaming platforms. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has a YouTube channel? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts Catholic Podcasts dedicated to those on the spiritual journey.
2: Show your support for Discerning Hearts by liking and leaving positive reviews on your favorite streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and more. With a collection of insightful podcasts led by renowned Catholic spiritual guides, such as Father Timothy Gallagher, Monsignor John S.F., Dr. Anthony Lillis, and more, Discerning Hearts is your gateway to a deeper understanding of discerning life's mysteries and growing deeper in your relationship with Christ. Your likes and reviews not only affirm the value these podcasts bring to your spiritual journey, but also help others discover the guidance and inspiration they seek. Share your thoughts, spread the word, and be part of a community that's committed to elevating hearts and minds through meaningful conversations. Your feedback fuels our mission to help others climb higher and go deeper in their spiritual growth. Like, review, and let your voice be a beacon of light for fellow seekers on this spiritual journey.
0: We now return to inside the pages. We're talking with Sister Mary and Fatula about her book, "The Wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist: Insights of the Saints." The thing is, she understood something that has been described as a sacred mystery. It's a mystery, and yet you understand it. Now, isn't that a paradox in a in a way? This is this deeper and deeper understanding. It can be
1: given only by the Holy Spirit. All of the saints say this, and Thomas Aquinas, especially when he, he speaks about faith, and you know, faith is not feelings of, you know, I feel wonderful. Faith is the desire to believe, and you know, St. John Henry Newman and John Dionne say, you know, let us pray for faith and say, Lord, you know, let me believe. I believe deep in my faith, And when we do ask for the gift of faith, these beautiful gifts of the Holy Spirit, wisdom and understanding are so much deepened in us. And we have insight into these profound, profound mysteries of the Mass and the Eucharist that no human tongue could give us. The Holy Spirit himself enlightens us and gives us that understanding through, of course, what others say, the the saints that the church says and what the saints say, but uh, there's I mean, there's just this tremendous feast <laughs> that the Trinity served to us of the, the this deeper understanding, not participating in the Mass and the Eucharist. And the more, as St. Thomas says, the more that we know, the more we love. And the
0: more we love, the more we want to know. It's unending. Again, I mean, go back to that whole understanding of mystery that you bring forward in the book that uh, the good teacher that you are, good Dominican teacher that you are, that the Greek word mysterion uh, means what is hidden, that but it's not to the heart,
1: is it? Now, I love Saint John Chrysostom's comparison when he says, "With be well, someone with faith." It's so. If you think of someone who cannot read, opens a book and and sees just you know marks on a page. Oh, but someone with uh, the the faith and the insight given by the Holy Spirit who can oh. help a reader opens a book, and the whole world is opened and. So these these mysteries of faith, this is not something against which we bang our head and, and just don't get it. No, the, this, this is ocean of truth, so the, this inexhaustible ocean of truth and beauty that satisfies our soul. I mean, this is what we are made for. This is why the Eucharist, the Mass here on Earth, are truly the foretaste of heaven.
0: Yeah, I do love that. Every single section, first, I have to say it unequivocally, I love every single chapter of this book, the church fathers, they're our anchor, aren't they? They're the ones that yes, just they absolutely stick it in the ground for us because, you know, and they're doctors of the church, like Hilary of Portier yes. and and so many others. You speak in a section about the power of the Eucharist within us. This goes back 2,000 years, essentially, like doesn't it, sister? Yes, it does. In fact, the Holy
1: Spirit is drawing my heart right now. to, I want to go back and delve more into the to the Church Fathers. I mean, our faith is rooted in their standing for the truth with strength and with tenderness. But the in insight is unsurpassed. All of the greats, Thomas Aquinas himself would say that he drew everything, you know, from these Church Fathers. The 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 Holy Spirit anointed them after the apostles. It's the Church Fathers that. Feed us this feast, and but with such courage and such power and such um, attractiveness, they really their insights really draw our souls. I had a student; he um, was actually applying for a job to teach high school religion. He said, and I told the interviewer, I want to be like those Cappadocians. I want to be like you know Gregory of Nazianzus and and Basil the Great. I want to be a, a you know a proclaimer a lover of the Trinity, and these Church Fathers really, really feed our souls, and really all the saints, all of the saints. It's certainly Scripture, first of all, and then Scripture as understood and filtered through the the beautiful understanding of the Church Fathers that feeds our souls today. Well, first, I hope he got the
0: job. Um, He did. Yes, he did. Good, because he's the kind of guy you want working for you at a Catholic school. Um, He did. Again, the book, The Wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist, Insights of the Saints. I went back to the index of scriptural citations, and you are so good, sister. Now I'm sitting down with my Bible just to make sure that I have underlined all these important sections. I mean, you give us the resources, the names, the subjects. You're you're just so good at giving us what we need. And all of your books, the book on heaven, but on this one, too. I am so grateful for that, sister.
1: Thank you so much. Annie. But honestly, I have to give. I, there's nothing in these books that is mine. It's. I beg the Holy Spirit to to speak through me, and and I am committed to drawing forth the insights of the saints. I I, I never want anything I say to be mine, but drawn from Scripture through through the filter of their beautiful uh, understanding. I mean, the, when you read the scriptural commentaries. Oh my heavens, what insight the Holy Spirit gave them. And, you know, passages that we just could I think overlook or or underrate. You know, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life within you. What do these words mean? How could they not mean what they say? And and the it's the church fathers who have the, the courage to point that out. Either these words of the Lord mean what they say or you cannot trust anything that the Lord says. Their strength as well as their tenderness, these two qualities are just unsurpassable
0: in in the Church Fathers. Well, Sister, I wish we had more time to continue our conversation about the wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist. I'm hoping you'll come back and we'll break it open even more. But in the meantime, and I hope the listeners are hearing me, I mean, I love this. I think they need to get this and to ponder it, to slowly take it in, to Really rest with us so it takes anchor, as we've mentioned before, in your heart. But in the meantime, do you have any final thoughts for us just on this conversation? I have to say, I pray every day that
1: all of us, but especially anyone who might be reading one of my little books, and especially this one, that the Lord will just draw us closer. And so if there's someone the Holy Spirit is drawing maybe to go to Mass a little bit more frequently during the week, or maybe someone who hasn't been to Mass for a while, Oh, to let the Lord draw, you know, let the Lord draw me back. And someone who maybe has not been to Eucharistic adoration, to let the, the Lord, just to spend time with the Lord. He, he taste and see that the Lord is sweet. This we can experience here on earth.
0: Oh, please let it be. Amen. Amen. Uh, You know, I I just have to, as a quick footnote, I just also want to point out that this is a great book to be able to pass on to friends, uh, family members, whether they're Catholic or of another denomination, if they're Protestant, because in this work, not only do you cite the saints, but you cite the saints citing scripture. I wanted to emphasize that. Exactly. And so I've spoken of an anchor, and that's what your work has done here. It really gives us an anchor with this long tether that rises up into heaven. And I am just so grateful for that, Sister Marianne. Thank you so much. Thank you,
1: Chris. Oh, may the Lord bless you and, and all of your listeners, your all of our loved ones, your loved ones. Just may the Lord bless us a hundredfold and bless your, continue
0: to bless your wonderful work for His glory. Thank you so much, Sister. With Sister Marianne Fatula, we've gone inside the pages of The Wonders of the Mass and the Eucharist, Insights of the Saints. To learn more about this book or to obtain a copy, go to sophiainstitute.com, the website for its publisher, Sophia Institute Press, or you can find it at any fine Catholic bookstore. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app or wherever you download your podcasts. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer authentic and rock solid spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, please consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com and join us next time for Inside the Pages, insights from today's most compelling authors.